Hey guys, and welcome to the second episode of my podcast. That's right, you're listening to Word Vomit. Okay guys, so last episode I touched on what made me decide to go travelling. Today in this episode I want to talk more about getting started. So how to set yourself up in a new environment. You know, SIM cards, visas, phones, everything to do with, you know, living in a new place basically. Um, I also want to talk about meeting people while you're away, the apps to use, travelling between different destinations money, um, how to get between different destinations, bikes, boats, the best kind of travel luggage. So basically I'm going to be touching on a few things in this episode. So first I just want to talk about how to get started. Now obviously we'll talk about me planning to go to Australia because obviously I've only been in New Zealand a little bit. I already knew things from when I went to Australia and it was easier for me to talk about my plan my trip to Australia really than it is to talk about my trip to New Zealand because New Zealand was really easy to plan because I'd already planned Australia so talking about planning my trip to Australia obviously you need a visa now even if you're planning to only go for a few months you still need a tourist visa which is really easy to sort out and it doesn't cost any money but if you're planning to work while you're away then you will need to get the working holiday visa that will last you up to one year of working while you're away in which in which while you're traveling you can then extend for another year and for Australia for instance you will then need to do three months of farm work or some kind of agricultural work depending on where you are from in the world to extend your visa in my case I did three months of orange packing I made boxes for oranges to go in and let me tell you I cannot look at oranges in the same way again it really does stick with you in fact it stuck with me that much I didn't even do three months I committed my life to five months five months people I committed myself um it really was something but I met some amazing people but anyway yeah so uh getting my working holiday visa I did that actually through STA travel now you could probably find the visa online by simply going to google and typing in working holiday visa but I was feeling a bit lazy so I thought it would be easier to go into STA tell them that obviously I planned on doing a holiday abroad a working holiday visa and which they set me up Um, I booked an appointment, I sat with, I think it was a gentleman called Max, and he went me through the stages, I had my passport, and yeah, I just filled out all the details. After filling out these details, it did take up to four weeks for my visa to be approved, um, and then it was accepted, and I was granted it, and that was basically it, that's all you need, you need a working holiday visa. You do obviously need funds to enter Australia as well, as you do with most places that require a working holiday visa. I think for Australia, you needed about two, I think it was 2,000 Australian dollars. I think it was about 2,000 Australian dollars, if I remember correctly, to enter into the country. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen Border border Force or Border Control, but I thought it was going to be really strict when I went to Australia. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to check everything. Obviously, I did have the money in the account. I'd worked a lot. I'd saved and I did have a little bit of an inheritance that helped me out um, 
that I use for my travels um, to go away. So I started panicking when I got to the airport, but actually passing through the airport for Australia, it was a breeze. No one checked anything. Now I'm not saying take a risk, don't save the money. You know, you might not get caught. You should save the money just in case they do do checks. But I thought it would be a lot stricter. It was actually very easy to pass through the border. Obviously, if you've got anything that doesn't allow you to pass through security, then things might be a little bit harder. But for me, obviously, I didn't pass through any food, any water, etc. So going through the border was very easy. But like I said, I saved up some money and I went. Now, Australia, for me personally, is a very expensive country compared to the UK. Some things balance out, but not everything. Um, so yeah, so the savings obviously do come in handy. Now, people worrying about money to go traveling. I'm just going to touch on this. You don't need a lot of money to go traveling. People always think you need to save up a lot to go traveling. You really don't. Like I said, it probably takes about 2000 Australian dollars, which is probably about give or take a grand in pounds. I'm um, like, I said, give or take. So you need roughly about a grand to get you started. Now, if you had that money saved, when you got to Australia, you could find a job when you first got there, start working and then just live off your earnings and just have your savings in the background. That's probably the best way to do it. Um, When I first got to Australia, I did travel a fair bit, a few months before I started working. And then I kind of did it the wrong way around because then I had to work a lot before I could travel again because obviously I'd spent a decent amount of my savings. But I had so much fun honestly guys it was it was honestly the best time like I had so much fun but that's kind of fun you really don't need a lot of money you just need to save save and save and then take what you can work while you're away live off your earnings and you're good to go now I know when people say like you know just quit your job and go 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 it's obviously not that easy you do need to save a little money a little bit of money sorry before you go away but you don't need to save heaps and heaps now obviously the visa was accepted i had the funds in the bank i knew that i was traveling by myself because i was very happy in doing so now meeting people this is the next little bit that i'm going to talk about meeting people for me personally has been very easy I'm a very social person for anybody that knows me. I feel like I could speak to a wall. It's really not that hard for me. When I was at the airport, you know, you sat there with hours on end. The airport's probably the worst part of traveling by yourself because you're bored. You're so bored. You've you've got Netflix, you've got your music, but you don't want to watch too much Netflix because you need to save it for the 20 odd hour flight that you're about to <laughs> you're about to go on and it really does kill you um so sometimes I'll just turn to random people in the bar and just start speaking to them and actually it's good to hear other people's stories now when you actually reach your destination obviously you end up staying in hostels mostly um for many people that are traveling by themselves and in a hostel it's a very very social environment everybody is in the same boat obviously people travel with friends family that's okay but everyone's still looking to meet other people from different parts of the world so everyone's looking to just you know go out for a drink get to know other people it's so easy guys so if you are thinking about traveling by yourself don't be put off by the fact that you won't meet anyone because i can promise you you will meet somebody honestly and we're all in the same boat all looking to meet make friends all looking to make memories i just i don't want people to be worried by the thought that they that they're going away by themselves because it's really not that bad it's really not now in terms of staying in hostels 
um, you do need to book your stay before you stay in a hostel. Now, I use Hostel World. It's an app that you can use. You can go through booking.com as well, but Hostel World's one of the best known apps. And what you do is obviously you type in the country that you're going to, you type in the city or place that you are going to within that country, and it brings up a list of hostels. Now, I would recommend obviously reading reviews before you go to a hostel because obviously the reviews do show a lot of stuff and a lot of people's thoughts and feelings about a certain hostel and I do pay attention to the reviews and then you just book accordingly so Hostel World is a really good app to use for staying in hostels and obviously you can stay in Airbnbs and hotels but they are a little bit more expensive. Hostels are usually about give or take 20 20 to 25 dollars a night you know um so it's not it's not too bad it is a little bit expensive but you get used to it roughly um to put that into weekly payments you're probably paying about 200 to 250 a week but that's that's pretty much maximum unless you're in a certain place during the summertime or the winter time when peaks are higher um so that's kind of me talking about the apps for you guys i just also want to briefly touch on whether you're traveling with a suitcase or whether you're traveling with a backpack now i obviously started traveling with a backpack i started traveling with a 70 liter backpack you obviously have to be strict on what you're bringing when you're traveling you can't bring it all i got a little bit carried away and i brought a lot of stuff um which obviously i got rid of as i started to go traveling because i'd see loads of stuff that i wanted to buy so i started to do a thing where if i bought something new i would get rid of something old but eventually i switched out of the backpack and i bought a suitcase now backpacks are easier for getting on and off boats if you're traveling asia you might jump on a tuk-tuk with your backpack it's very easy with a backpack life is genuinely easier with a backpack a suitcase however is nice so when you're settling down a little bit more i bought a suitcase because the suitcase was bigger than my backpack my suitcase is now 110 liters but I bought this on the basis that I travel with two coats because Australia got cold. Like, if you think about Australia, you think it's going to be sunny all year round. And let me tell you, it can get cold. So I bought a couple of coats and I didn't want to carry like a rucksack on my front, a rucksack on my back and carry loads of stuff on my in my hands. So what I did is I bought a suitcase that could fit my coats in it. So everything goes in my suitcase, bar stuff that obviously I want, hand luggage, which goes in my front backpack and that is why i traveled with a suitcase it's all personal preference but i would recommend traveling with a backpack unless you obviously feel comfortable traveling with a suitcase you do meet many people that travel with one or the other but i would say a backpack is a little bit better it's also good for when you're in a hostel you can store a backpack under the beds easier rather than a backpack but sorry a suitcase that sticks out a little bit more now when you've reached your destination, um, there are obviously numerous ways of traveling around. You could buy a car. Now, a car is a good way of traveling around. Um, you'll be in your own personal space. You can see more things. You can see, you know, you can go to the hotspots that buses don't take you to, that planes don't take you to. Cars are a good way of getting around. I, for Australia, started my East Coast trip and I did the Premier bus. So there was two buses you could take. You could take the Premier or you could take the Greyhound. And the Premier worked out probably about $100 cheaper than doing the Greyhound. Um, so I did do the Premier there. Um, on the Premier, you obviously, again, you meet people. You always meet people. People are doing the same route as you. Um, so you tend to meet people on the bus, which is great. 
and the premier dropped you off at certain locations. Now, when I started my trip in Cairns, I did book the majority of my East Coast. I booked from Cairns down to Sydney, so it was probably about two days at each place on the way down. Um, and I booked at a place called Japan's, which is a travel shop in Cairns, and they have them dotted all around Australia. So if you ever are in Australia, you can visit a Japan's shop to discuss your trip. Now you can go to places like Happy Travels as well, but obviously for me personally, I did go to Peter Pan's um, and they were really nice in there and they obviously give you suggestions on where to go. So I did a bus to my East Coast. I then did farm work when I got after Melbourne, when I got down um, and I met two girls there and they had a car. So when I did the south of Australia, I traveled in a car and we camped along the way. Now it's fun doing a little bit of everything because when I was on the east, obviously it stops at destination, you stay in a hostel, we do activities that way. When I was on the south and I was with the girls, we camped along the way and we stopped at free camp spots. Um, and there are apps for free camp spots. You could you could do, um, there's, a, there's an app called CamperMate and that shows you all the free camp spots in the area as well. So, and also paid campsites, which obviously where you can shower and stuff as well, um, because obviously nobody wants to live off baby wipes, which is a necessity for when you're camping. And then when I did the West Coast, I did it in a camper van with some girls as well from Farmworks. So I've traveled with numerous types of transport and the camper van was really cozy because we had a kitchen in the back, um, and we had like pull-out beds that we made every night. So I've traveled in different forms of, of transport. So there are different ways you can go traveling, which is great. It's good to have options there. Um, so that's me rounding up, you know, traveling, getting started, how to set yourself up. Going back to that as well. Um, so I obviously set myself up with STA Travel, like I said, where they did my visa for me. I just also want to mention that the package that they provided for me also set me up with a SIM card. It set me up with everything that I needed so that when I got to Australia, I could just, I was with Optus. Now, obviously there are numerous um, phone companies that you can go for as well in Australia, but I personally went for Optus. Sometimes you end up changing it as well because start a one phone company that has the best deal and then you just change it and you can keep the same number as well um but yeah the visa um application that i went through they set up my phone they set up the visa and they set me up with job sites as well so it made it easier trying to find jobs you also have facebook groups to find jobs as well you've got the backpacker job board there's so many ways guys so many ways of finding jobs so many ways um, and there's so many different phone companies. So it really is easier than you think. So if you are thinking about going traveling and getting started, like I said, listen to what I said here. It's really not that hard. Do your research as well. Listen to other people's experiences. You know, there are many blogs out there, many YouTube channels. You know, have a look, see what other people say and just take your time with it. Don't rush it. Do whatever feels comfortable. Um, so... I just want to take the time to appreciate those that are dedicating a little bit of time out of their day to listen to me um, ramble on about traveling. Honestly, it really does mean a lot. But look, this is all that I have to say for this episode of Word Vomit. And I hope you all have a lovely day and you all join me here next episode for another chat on traveling. But I just want you to think while you're sat at your desk, and you're doing your mundane job are you happy 
and you might be happier but honestly guys being traveling really does open your mind to other experiences and you do realize that you don't find yourself while you're traveling but you realize things about yourself traveling so for anyone that is wondering about whether they should get on that flight i really suggest you just go ahead and just do it okay that's all from me it's your girl nene have a lovely day guys much love us and i'll see you at the next episode Thank you.